I only played that just to pop Aaron. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in our fine world. Welcome, welcome to For the Love of Wrestling podcast, episode number two. My name's Tom Finkill, alongside our wonderful, wonderful other co-host, Aaron Robertson, ladies and gentlemen. Is it definitely, how do you say it? Finkel? Finkel? Finkel. Finkel. Because I'm yeah. like, it's written there, mate. No, Finkel, Finkel. Because I thought it was a yeah. stage name because I thought you were related to Howard. Howard Finkel. <laughs> Honestly, how many times um, growing up in the 90s when wrestling was literally at his peak uh, with Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior, with Howard Finkel on the call, how many times do you think that I told my friends that I was related to it? <laughs> literally every day. Literally every day. Um, so welcome, welcome, mate. Welcome, welcome. Uh, and welcome to our very own authority figure. Good evening, James Harvey. Hello, mate. Yes, I'm very good, brother. We are back once again like a renegade master, ready to chat all things wrestling. Uh, It is just coming around so quickly. WrestleMania week is only next week, and we're going to touch on that very, very shortly. However, we left last week's episode hanging with you guys on the precipice of AEW Revolution. And what a banger it was! Yes, what are you reckoning? I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I think you know it's uh, for me. It was um, the show of uh, the show of the year so far. Um, I think AEW proved what they really, really can do. Uh, well, when they put their minds to it, um, the uh, the MJF and uh, Brian Danielson uh, of all people match uh, went down an absolute storm. One of the best um, eye matches I've seen in a long, long time. The, the fact that on the uh, on the morning morning people were, were sort of debating and arguing as wrestling fans do over whether it was up there or indeed even better than Sean and Brett um, at WrestleMania. So, yeah, when you're getting compared to those sorts of names, you know you've had a good night. Um, so, yeah, fantastic. Really loved it. Uh, yeah, what a pay-per-view. Um, yeah. it's, been, it's been a while since I've watched it now, so it's uh, hard to remember a lot of it. But, no, I thought it was... I thought that match was up there. Uh, a few of them... A few of them are probably went over with a lot more people than they did with me. But, yeah, I thought all round absolutely solid. And it showed that they did know how to tell stories and they just should do a lot more of it it's not always about those like matches that you're waiting for those dream matches it just proved that the stories really stole the show they really did i thought it was outstanding and being a massive Shawn michaels mark ever since i was knee high to a grasshopper in fact we've dug out a two dudes with attitude t-shirt just for today (laughs) um i felt that MJF and Danielson just overshadowed Brett and Sean at WrestleMania 12, which watching that back a number of times over the years does lag it a little bit in, in places. There's lots of rest holds, lots of chin locks, lots of headlocks. Uh, whereas it was all story driven for me, MJF um, and Danielson. To the point where Meltzer has, has credited it with five and three quarter stars. I don't know how you get over five stars uh, as it is on a five star rating. But it would have been a 12 they, 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 in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> where the hell did you find a two dudes with attitude t-shirt i mean is, is that even a thing well, clearly it is but is this one that you've you customized or is, is this a an actual uh two dudes with attitude t-shirt i've never ever seen one uh, have so you not I, seen that mate no. uh, you're only gutted because you don't own it and you own i do it. i do i do let me see if i can get that up there boom there they are 
Sean and Diesel, and he says two dudes with attitudes on the back. No, that is, again, I think I touched on it last week. Event merchandising was big sort of in the mid-90s, but it was the only place we, as, as UK fans, could get any kind of product. And that was sat in the, sat there, and I, I, like I say, massive Sean mark. So I was like, I'm going to have to have that, even though I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not a big Diesel mark. This was in the 90s, and he was a bad guy. Um, albeit he's, he's coming to his own for me so much so uh, Kevin Nash absolute legend were and he's going to be with us for the love of wrestling were you not a diesel mark sorry I cut you off you were leading there and I cut you off uh, were you not a diesel mark after the 96 rumble when he does the massive high five that was me like I wasn't I went back to watch that but man I loved it that was one of the biggest pops I ever gave as a child I loved what it what was that is that right that yeah I just I literally so like you know how it sounds so bad you know, like, I still get quite emotional and emotionally attached, knowing full well that this is all scripted, predetermined. I still get emotionally attached with these promos and stuff. And that, uh, for a, as a child, sort of about eight or nine years old, that high five at the end of that, after, like, <laughs> squaring up with each other, I'm like, Phew. and I rewound it, because I bought the tape from Woolworths. I rewound it, and I played that bit again, rewound it, played that. I just loved it. And that was it. So, yeah, I was a massive Diesel fan after that. That's what wrestling's about, though. It's it's creating those memories and those moments with inside you that truly well up uh, and make you believe. Even though, you, as you just said, even though you know that things are predetermined, it's what can make you feel those sensations of joy and glee. I remember um, being sick from school when I was eight, and I was watching WrestleMania eight from that was taped like three weeks before on Sky Movies Plus, but because we had no internet or anything like that. Um, lying there for Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice and the Ultimate Warriors music just plays over the PA. And that was it. I just erupted off the couch to bouncing around, shaking couch cushions off, um, just on the basis that the Ultimate Warrior had returned. Um, it, it does, it just makes you well up inside with Lee. So no... Um, but talking, coming back to that, no, I wasn't a big Diesel fan. Only on the basis that um, you could you could tell that there was going to be a bit of a turn. He was he was he was going very heelish at that particular time, uh, swerving into his match with the Undertaker. And I was eleven, so it was like everything was very much good guy versus bad guy. Uh, I, I was cheering the good guys and booing them bad guys vociferously. What about you, mate? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've, I've, back then it was, uh, it, it, that was for me when it was probably at its peak. So, yeah, definitely. Love it, love it, love it. So, yes, really, really rated AEW Revolution. Um, for me, it scored a massive nine and a half out of ten on my own scale. I thought it was an excellent pay per view. Um, very few get ten out of ten, only on the basis that it has to get the longevity factor for me. I have to go back and rewatch it and really enjoy it time and time again. Um, there's only been a couple of um pay per views that really ticked that box and hit 10 out of 10. One being the Royal Rumble Night Night 2, my all-time favourite pay-per-view yeah. ever. Um, and I think we will be touching on our favourite pay-per-views in coming weeks. However, today, um, seeing as we've just said uh, hello, hello to our uh, AEW fans out there, with a touch on AEW Revolution, we are going to be really focusing today on WrestleMania. We are literally one week away. Uh, it's going to be next weekend, April 1st and 2nd. WrestleMania goes home. Hollywood and it's going to be big it is going to be massive we have got a huge card coming up and I'm going to share a couple of a uh, couple of slides with you guys so you can see exactly what's going on we can touch on these different matches as we throw them up in front of you now uh, the build for these has been exceptional when it comes to certain ones I'm going to fire this up and you guys can give me your feelings how has the Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes feud 
piqued your interest? Yeah. <laughs> Talking about getting emotionally attached, this is the one that's been getting me emotionally attached. And normally I was I was not a fan of uh, CodyCrying.com on the uh, .com, Jesus, uh, on the <laughs> AEW stuff, but I've absolutely loved the lead up to this. I think they've done it perfectly to get Sammy away to, uh, with Kevin to the Usos. I just think they've absolutely nailed it. I'm I'm buzzing for this because I have no idea how it's going to go because quite honestly I think that they could make it everything and then take it all away like that like like VAR when somebody scores a really good goal and you're like yes and it gets taken away by VAR <laughs> <laughs> that deflation of the stadium what are you saying Joe are you uh, are you hyped for this match um uh, I, I don't know sort of I, I'm I'm struggling a bit with WrestleMania this year. I'll be completely honest with you. I'm, I'm, I want it to be really good, uh, and I'm not sure if it's the the whole two night. It feels a little bit this year, like the build to WrestleMania has perhaps not been as good as um, they would want it to be. And I think the main reason for that is that it's been a bit of a Plan B WrestleMania. Um, I think I think I think the initial plan was for, for WrestleMania was to centre uh, all around uh, Mr. Dwayne Johnson. Um, now, obviously, things being have they out has they as they have been over the course of the last six to 12 months for WWE, uh, some of the bad press that they've received. Uh, maybe uh, maybe Big Dwayne has decided that perhaps now is the not, not, not the best time for him to be associated with the company. That's the only that's the only thing I could think because everything else over the sort of maybe 12 months, 12 to the last six months, all seems to be... Um, that seems to be getting directed to that to that Roman versus um, Rock match, uh, which you know we've, we've been talking about for a couple of years now. So maybe that in itself, uh, Plan B, and it just seems over the course of the last three months. I mean, there's been some great stuff. I mean, you can't fault the Bloodline stuff, uh, which has been amazing. I'm sure they've not quite built Cody up as much as they would like with his injury, uh, which meant that you know he's, he only, you know he came back at the Rumble, but you know that's it's only sort of seven weeks ago or something. So have, have they had the build there that they would like? Is Cody, you know, as red hot as we would like now? I'm not not 100 sure, but I want it to be good, and I, and I think it, I think it could be good, and I think this gives, you know, this starts this starts the Cody era. Uh, I was there last year uh, at the AT and T Stadium uh, when when Cody returned, uh, and it was one uh, one of the best moments uh, for me as personally as a wrestling fan. Uh, I absolutely loved it. It stole the weekend um, for me, uh, just being there and being part of that that that, that OMG moment. Um, so yeah, I see that come full circle. That almost that, that progression in the last twelve months has been great. And I, I even said then last year I wanted to see Cody in the main event, so he's going to be there. Um, I just think also, sorry, I'm rambling on a little bit now. Also think they've perhaps waited too late for the the the, the J and the, the Usos versus KO and Sammy. And did they really know what they were doing there? And you know, I think maybe the last. There was a period a few weeks ago where like Roman didn't appear on, on on SmackDown like two weeks out of three, and he's not showing up on Raw. And I mean they're doing a little bit more with that now, but Raw's been finishing in on on, on sort of you know Sam, Sammy Sammy being saved by Cody, and that shouldn't really for me be the story they're telling right now. It should all be about you know Roman Roman versus Cody, uh, and I think to some degree they've probably done a little bit of that. So aligning align because there was a bit big concern at one point about people. Uh, turning on Cody very quickly because they wanted they wanted Sammy to be in the main event, and I think that's perhaps hurt this hurt hurt this program a little bit because Sammy just 
got over organic. Claire, I don't, th- I don't even think WWE expected Sammy to get as popular as he did. Uh, but all of this sort of stuff's just strangely, it's it's not quite had the, the smooth the smooth build that I would normally want to see for a WrestleMania. Am I looking forward to it? Yes, very much so. I know we were just talking about how tired we all are because you know we've all you know myself and Aaron have just been north up, up at Comic Con Scotland uh, but yeah I mean like next weekend is, is Comic Con Liverpool as well and uh, it wouldn't surprise me if quite a few of a few of the guys uh, who are telling there both as guests and some of us who are working there uh, perhaps decided to sort of stay up uh, and, and watch Wrestlemania at least uh, definitely on night two uh, I think AJ Anthony Josh was fighting on that on that on the first night as well, so that's a, that's a good night of TV as well. So yeah, uh, apologies for for giving you a war and peace answer, um, uh, but yeah, I, I want it to be good. I'm just not sure right now. I'm, I'm feeling the normal WrestleMania buzz that I would like to be feeling. Have you watched Raw or the highlights from last night? I've not yet. No, no, I've got um, after a sort of seven and a half hour drive uh, in, in, a, in a car back from Aberdeen yesterday. I'll mention that for about the third time in the last four minutes. Um, I was absolutely goofed. I was I was in bed before nine o'clock, Aaron, like an old man. Oh, mate, I, I honestly, I love the drive to Manchester now. Um, <laughs> I've gotten so used to it. I just had to podcast on. I've got a couple of wrestling podcasts. I stick them on. I drive. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite times because, well, because I'm solo, I think I think I'd struggle in a group of people um, in the car, so I quite like the long journey. Anyway, my point is that on uh, on Raw this week, they kind of tied it all up in a bow, and it was good crowd reaction. It was a good back and forth with Roman, uh, Cody verbally taking him apart. Really, really, really well done. I thought um, really has me on edge to find out what happens like next week. The the last uh, the go home show for for Mania for Raw. Um, but yeah, I thought that the Usos and uh, Sammy and uh, Kevin Owens, like they've just they've tied up in a nice boat, and they can you can see the cracks, and like if you need to see it to understand. But yeah, Cody's directing it, and they've finally brought Solo into the mix a bit more. So cool. yeah, I, I I really recommend watching that because it has been a bit like wishy washy with it because I really thought they were gonna go with the Rock being he was gonna come in as the 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 real tribal chief, but like yeah. I've, I've thought about this as well, but why are we not talking about Rikishi either? Like, I find this whole thing a bit... Yeah, I find that a bit odd that they've not brought him in, because I'm sure he would. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was leaning towards The Rock, but I, I'm quite... I'm really happy with how it's going, because I really don't know what they're gonna, where they're going to go, because the, the way they've been lately, they could swerve us completely, and Cody doesn't even take the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's And that's, you know, that's... Oh, God, I, I, I can only... Yeah. I kind of want it to happen. Just to see what happens. <laughs> I know what you mean when it's that car crash and you can't take your eyes off it. I mean, well, would it surprise me? I mean, would they do it just so so Roman could achieve the thousand days as champion? It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, which you know, is why we we don't know, right? Because no. uh, yeah, and that that's good. That's that 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 uncertainty is, is a great thing. There's nothing worse. And I know I um I pissed all over it years ago. Like, and I know I got I hope I don't say this in front of him, but the whole Daniel Bryan and Yes movement at WrestleMania, I hated that WrestleMania because it was just so predictable from the outset. The, the entire night, I didn't, I just, you know, um, what take uh, yes, a streak was predictable. No, no, just that, it just, it just didn't do anything for me. Oh, no, I, I that thought that was pretty poor. Yeah, thing. I just, yeah. 
So it, yeah, I wasn't. I didn't. I hated that mania. And probably the Taker thing probably didn't make me make, make me like it um, even more. But yeah, it's just for me. It was. It, it's one of the manias that people seem to like the most. But I absolutely detested it. So yeah, I go into this mania, not being really sure about what the hell's going to happen. That's that 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 in itself is a a, a good sign of mania. So maybe WWE's doing the job really really well, um, and I'm just turning into that sort of bitter and twisted old fan, um, <laughs> which is highly likely. Let's be honest. <laughs> So are all three of us of the mind that they are going to pull the trigger on Cody Rhodes just so we've got something to look back on with our predictions? Are they going know. to be putting the title I, on him? I don't know. I honestly, I kind of want it to be like, honestly, just throw everything at it. <clears throat> get the Usos to interfere. Get Solo to interfere. Get Lots of Gaga. Get, get, no, get loads of backup. Get Goldust back to help Cody and he still loses. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> Uh, to lose it the next night on Raw. Yeah, yeah just, or, no, just no, no, just throw well, him that for him to, to just. That's what I thought they were going to do at one point. I predicted that they were um, they were going to like because it was obviously the thing about the two belts before before the Royal Rumble. I mean, you Cody won it on what the what the actual plan was. Uh, there was lots of talk about um, Sammy having his Kofi Mania moment, and, um, and I just thought it'd just be the greatest thing in the world. Cause you know what the Raw after Mania is like? The crowd's like, you know, I've been there myself a couple of times. It's, it's insane. Uh, but I just thought it'd be, just be an absolute stroke of genius to have, like, Sammy Zayn win, win, win the title and then just have Brock Lesnar destroy him in, like, seven seconds on the one. <laughs> and just watch... Just Goldberg. watch LA just burn to the ground. <laughs> I, I know it's, it's twisted, but I would absolutely love that. Could you imagine Owens? Owens, because he already had a bit of a fit about it when he had to lose to Goldberg. Could you imagine saying <laughs> lose in the same way? Oh, mate, honestly, I'm I'm so cynical. Oh. But that's how we're bred as wrestling fans. You've got to be cynical in this business because you, you feel like you've seen it all and then they're offering something new up on a plane. You go, nah. They won't do that. There's not a chance that they'll do that. But inside, you're thinking, yeah, they will. They definitely will. Uh, well, going on to a brand new match that's just been added as of this week. We saw it coming. It is for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. And it pits our bloodline brethren of the Usos against Kevin Owens. And the, the champion in our hearts, the real people's champ, Sami Zayn. Now, have we got the, uh, the, the Canadian boys walking away with both sets of straps? I think it'd be it'd be. It, can you imagine if 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 you know that? I think the, the blood this the blood blood wine walking away with nothing from from this mania. Um, that's that's what a lot of people are perceiving, and whether or not they do, I, I think for this one, I think really just to sort of keep keep the fans on side, uh, and I only think that that Sammy should be walking away with a title. Uh, but I think I think this match should probably be headlining night one as well. I think this is if you over the course of the last six months, this is you know out of you know as much as I, you know I love Charlotte, I think she's amazing, uh, and I've been one of Charlotte's biggest advocates. I know she gets a lot of grief, certainly from from the um, you know the wrestling fans who are older than me and still live with the mum because uh, obviously she gets she, a, a, a surname is a surname is Flair, so automatically that makes her a bad person apparently. Um, so, but it's uh, it, but no, it's 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 you know I think Sammy I think Sammy's done. There's, there's been a lot more interest with Sammy um, over the course of the last six months and, and you know to have him walking away from Wrestlemania um, with the title is great and also to have a tag match headline Wrestlemania because I know that over the course of the past few years you know 
WWE's investment in tag team wrestling has not been where it should have done. You know, if you if you to, to believe the rumors, Vince is not a fan uh, of tag team wrestling, which seems absolutely insane uh, when you consider that Vince was responsible for the for the greatest period of tag team wrestling. And, you know, in wrestling history, you know, you go back to that sort of late late eighties, um, late eighties period, late eighties period when they just had you know, at one time you, you there's like that. I, don't, I can't remember which it might be WrestleMania. Oh, is it Survivor Series, like the 20, 20 man tag match? Oh, uh, I love 20... that match. I love it. And, but you're looking around those, you're looking around those 20 people in the ring, and there's not really like a weak tag team in there. And, and they were the only people they could fit into that match. There was there was more people they could have used. Um, you know, so WWE's always has had a strong history of, of great tag team wrestling and tag team wrestling being hugely important to, to the product. Last five years, it seemed to, uh, or maybe just everything sort of post the, the, the Attitude Era, really. They just seem to uh, have moved away slowly but surely from, from tag team wrestling. So, yes, I want them to win. And yes, I want this match to, to headline now. one. I think it's the very least that Sammy's deserved because I think, the only reasons why fans aren't aren't shitting all over the bloodline and Roman Reigns right now is because of Sammy, and I think that's because he he managed to keep people interested, uh, perhaps from probably around October last year. It's funny because the reason that I don't want uh, them to put, I didn't want them to put the Sammy as uh, against Reigns, was because if he won the title, realistically, how quickly would people turn on him? He would get that treatment. I think it would last that that kind of Kofi moment, and then. It would just fizzle out. Whereas I think if he stays in this kind of like brotherly love tag team with uh, Kevin Owens, this is like full circle for their career as well. Obviously, their entire career has been together, and uh, I think this is the right way to do it. And anyone that think I, I just don't understand why people think that Zayn should even be like it would just be a temporary thing anyway. I think Cody can carry yeah. it, but I don't think uh, I don't think even I don't, even Sami Zayn has gone on record and said, "Nah, I'm not that guy. I'd be a good transition champion, but that's it." So I think this is good. I think that Owens and Zayn take it. But I really, I, again, I'm excited because I don't know what they're going to do because they're planting seeds for one of the Usos to, to turn again. Um, so it, it, literally anything could happen. We could get Jay just walking out midway through the match. We just never know. Yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be an interesting one. I'm, re, I'm, I'm buzzing for it. I know that you're not as interested in Jay, but I'm really looking for No, no, I am. This, 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 this match, I am interested in. Do you know what I mean? This one, I think it is. There are, like I said, a couple of matches which are good. But again, it's just because of how um, how the bloodline, you know, the, the last 12 months, it's just the WWE just seems to just revolve around the bloodline and they've invested so much in it, which has been great. Because, I mean, you know, you, 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 it has been very, very good um, over the course of the last 12 months. Um, but, it, you know, they just... I don't think they've done enough stuff with with other things going on um, yeah, elsewhere. Right. But again, you know, you never know what why that is and what and how plans change and and all that sort of stuff. Um, but like I said, I'm hoping it's and I think this could be a, this could be a good one. Do we? Do, do you know what? I can't remember. Can't remember last year, but do we find out? Ahead of time, who's doing night one? Who's doing night two? I know that because they want people to both to buy both nights. Generally, they don't seem to to tell us, do they? No, so from from what we've got planned right now is I I would be similar to you and what you proposed. I would have this match end night one. However, I can see this 
starting night one. I think this is going to set the fans on fire mm. to begin WrestleMania weekend. What we have been told is that this is how we are going to end night one uh, with Charlotte Flair taking on Rhea Ripley for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. That's going to close out night one with Reigns and Cody closing out night two. Do you reckon that's that's decent placement? We've got a, a women's main event ending night one and the big men's main event closing out the full show. You've, you've sort of got to ask yourself, like, and, and there's, there's there's two sciences, isn't there? Is, is why would they want the women's match to close down night one? You go, well, is it because it's the big match everybody wants to see? Is it the blockbuster? Um, or are they putting this as, as the night one because they feel like it's, it's helping to promote women's wrestling? And I think, yeah, there's there's the right reasons for doing it. But is this the, the match that most people are invested in and, and most people are are looking forward to? I mean, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, it's great that they're trying to promote it, um, you know, and all that, but... Um, you know, you wouldn't put Little Mix on before ACDC, would you, just because you're trying to promote sort of like uh, certain things, you know? Um, <laughs> and that's and that's why where, where perhaps I think I think we are with this right now. I think I think it's great, and I think there's there's no problem, no probably better in the world company that that's helped promote women's, women's wrestling. I just think for this particular match, I think fans are more excited, more invested, more interested, and I think the last twelve months have led more up to to, to the to the tag match, and that's why. So sometimes just a common 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 you know common sense decision. And then again, do you know I was, I, 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 we got, we've already had this match at WrestleMania. It wasn't this didn't it match at WrestleMania. I mean, about four years ago during lockdown, and it was like I think it may have been like second on the card on night one. I remember it was in an empty arena. Uh, it was the same. It was the same one that Goldberg and uh, Braun Strowman fought. I think that was the. I think that headline the first night. I just remember it was. It looked like a very. It was. It was just that first mania that almost got cancelled at the last minute, and uh, WWE in their in their performance center. It was like looking like it looked like a bit of an empty working man's club. Um, but it, and that's what it's. But it, you know, it was what they could all they could do at the time. But I seem to remember this much happening there as well. So again. When it's almost a bit of a repeat. I don't think they've. I don't think they've, they've, they've sort of. They could have worked that into the into the storyline a lot more. But yeah, I just I, I just think it's it's a great match, and it's. I, I'm a massive massive fan of Charlotte Flair's, but I don't think either of these two people have had anywhere near the, the twelve months that perhaps Sami Zayn Sami Zayn in the bloodline are. So you know, make make it make it make sense. I I think that you've uh, yeah you've just I've been clouded by the bloodline stuff. You're absolutely right. They haven't pushed anything that's really like interesting. I'm like, yeah, it'll be good, good matches and stuff. But you're right, there's not been a lot of push for most of it. Like even like uh, like Austin Theory and Cena, it could be quite a big deal. But it's just, it, I I don't know. I'm not. I don't even care. <laughs> I mean, oh, is, is, I mean, uh, is that uh, you'll you'll be able to tell because you watched Raw last night? But is that much definitely happening? Because there was last week there was talk of um, Stone Cold now, and but whereas I presumed it was it, it was always going to be. Um, uh, Stone Cold was someone else, wasn't it? Was it? Stone Cold was um, going to be LA Knights. Apparently, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Me. Uh, but no, officially signed. There, there we see the 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 graphic up on screen right now. It's John Cena taking on Austin Theory for the United States Championship. Uh, interesting how they are promoting a title match with a character that hasn't been around in a very long time. Now I understand it's a, a returning legend. He's a massive name, but does he need to be in a position where he's in a title match on the biggest show of the year? Does he do anything um, for Austin Theory? Well, he ties well, with does Flair, he... doesn't he? Go on, mate. Does he not tie with Flair for the most United States titles if he wins the title? Is that right? Yeah. No, so. no, it's world world titles. You no, know, I think I think if he wins the US title. Um, Flair's won it six times, so I think Cena wins it six times. I think that's what the case is. I think that's what they're selling it as now. And if that is the case, I kind of see where it's going. 
um, which would be a it would be a shame for theory. Um, but I, yeah, I, I saw that today. Literally, as I was scrolling through Facebook, I saw that pop up. And if that's the case, then probably is big match John in it. Yeah, for, forgive me because I, I, as much as I want to try and enjoy what Austin Theory does, he just doesn't tick boxes for me. Better uh, now though than he was. Say again. Better now than he was though. You see, I've not, I've not picked up on too much as of late. Just been dropping in and out as as best I possibly can. But I mean, from doing the the stuff with Mister McMahon last year, and it just it, that was too much. It, it it completely just turned me off against him. Um, but putting him in a match against John Cena, it's just not floating my boat. What night would you put this on? One or two? Pre-show. Uh, pre-show. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think. Look, it's it's it's. You know, we've we've sort of alluded to this a little bit a little bit earlier. I think you've got you've got. You know, WWE wanted the. Um, we thought it was all going to be about the Rock. So obviously, the Rock's not turning up. Um, then there was all the talk of uh, Batista coming back. Uh, and I'm going to. This is com- this is this is com- the complete guesswork. Um, but I don't imagine um, Batista ever fancied playing second fiddle to to, to Dwayne, uh, especially when in the circles that they're moving in around now. So I imagine the fact that you know him also being asked to sort of replace Dwayne. I imagine he probably that wouldn't have probably suited Batista. He wanted to be there on his own merit, uh, and which I imagine he will be. You know, he will be at some point. Um, so you know, they've invited Cena back. I mean, you know. Maybe we should have had Ric Flair's 98 retirement match because he's he's been bambling on this week, hasn't he, about he's not very happy about the way his retirement match was, so he wants to do it all over again. So congratulations to anybody who spent that like $80 or $180 or whatever it was for sort of... <laughs> Is that you, Aaron? Did you did you pay for that? I paid for it, I paid for it and watched it in the gym. And I, I, watched it on the, I watched it on the treadmill in the gym and I'm going to myself, oh, he's, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> 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 it was very, it was very, very uncomfortable to watch. It was, it was. So, so you know, so I mean, there's only so many people of that caliber, you know, alive. Bless them these days. So it doesn't surprise me. I was going to say dug up John Cena, but that, that's probably the wrong words to use. That they've sort of reinvited John Cena. Is he a bit of a last minute addition? Is he a bit of a panic station? It's quick, we need it. We need a huge name to start shifting some tickets. Uh, perhaps I mean, you know, the the likes of you're not going to get a. And, and again, this 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 again is probably why I feel a little bit. Yeah, maybe it's just un- a bit uncertain about this, this year's mania. I think last year, you know, well ahead of time, we knew the Undertaker was going in as as, as, as the Hall of Fame thing, which in itself was 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 a sellout show. Um, it was an absolute phenomenal night. Um, and then obviously you had the the Willie Wonty Cody Rhodes, and not only the Willie Wonty Cody Rhodes, but the Willie Wonty is he going to return against Seth Rollins? And for me, Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes was always going to be a dream match. We knew Austin was doing something. We knew he had the KO thing going on. You know, we we felt that that might put there into something. And let's be honest, you know, there's no chance in the world that Vince McMahon was ever going to let Austin return without having something to do with it as well. So when we got that on night two, um, as well as well as some absolutely phenomenal matches, Bianca Belair at last year's Mania was absolutely outstanding. Um, so last year's Mania just felt really good and really big and well well planned out with some huge, huge names. I mean, he's bad, but it just doesn't feel like perhaps it's got the wow factor. And when you call in an event, WrestleMania goes Hollywood. And you've not really got you've made it Hollywood. Then that's perhaps why it's not um, it's it's not seeming to have the, as much as a wow factor. But yeah, it makes perfect sense. People will sell tickets. Um, as many people will buy it. The great thing about John Cena and the, the the thing that's always been amazing about John Cena is as many people will buy tickets to, to cheer John Cena as will buy tickets to boo John Cena. And when you when you when you, people are spending money to come and hate you, um, you know you're doing something right. Do you think he's still getting? Do you think he's still getting booed? 
He's been quite. It's been good reactions the last few times he's been back. He's 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 a, he's a, he's, a, he's ironically booed now, isn't he? Uh, with the whole you know, let's go see a scene of sucks sort of chant. I mean, and that was what it was when he when he went away for a bit and now came back. We we it's, it's a bit it's a bit it's turned into a little bit of the uh, the you suck Kurt, Kurt Angle chant, hasn't it? Now where where, where you know where the Cena sucks thing, and I think a credit to Cena, he, he he he's been the making of that. I've never. I've always admired Louis Cena actually managed to use the fact that people um, were, were giving him go go away heat at times to his advantage. You know, when he used to come on the show and just purposely try and piss people off by quoting things like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was reading today all about my five moods of doom and stuff like that. And that was just like set everything off of people. So, yeah, I, I've always thought Cena's been very, very good at that. Um, Austin Theory is a weird one. It's like... Like he was, I always thought. I always thought maybe he had some. He had some unflattering pictures about Vince McMahon because Vince McMahon seems to be absolutely white hot on him uh, for a long, long time. And then obviously, when Vince um, decided to take a little break uh, due to overseeing circumstances, um, they seemed to go like just completely cold on Austin Theory. All almost overnight, it was like he was doing everything and then absolutely nothing. Um, so it makes you wonder what's happened and is the resurgence of Austin Theory got anything to do with Vince McMahon appearing backstage at WWE events all of a sudden? It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is a good one. I just hope they don't waste what could be something with, with Austin Theory just for a, for, a, for a cheap, crappy one-night pop for, for John Cena because, you know what, it's it, it's next week's fish and chip paper. Uh, whereas with Austin Theory, they may have something for the future. So uh, one other thing with this whole situation, we were saying about Vince McMahon and has Austin got this on him? Have you seen all the chat lately about Cena and uh, Vince, like people just thinking he's a bit up Vince's arse? Um, and you know what? It, it makes a valid point. When we interviewed him in August, uh, Wales, he he said that his only mountain rushboard was Vince McMahon. Do you want to just uh, pick up that name that he dropped Aaron there? It was good, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. John Cena, we interviewed him. Um, yeah. You know, I had uh, the uh, Back to Future mother in my car the other day. Anyway, um, so, yeah, when we interviewed him, he said, I didn't pick up on it at the time, but he said his only mount, the only head he'd have in his Mount Rushmore is Vince McMahon. And it was Val that actually said to me about a month later, she's like, I'm surprised you didn't pick that up. I'm like, no, I didn't. And it's it's valid. So do you think that Vince being back in the in the works has got something to do with Cena coming back, let alone Theory? Because this is this is to me this is Triple H's uh, version of Theory or Austin Theory. And so do you think that it could be Vince thinking? Oh, you're right. Yeah, but he's pushing him more by getting Cena involved and thinking this will bring him up to another standard. It's it's yeah. a nice it's a nice rub into it. I mean, like this is we uh, we talk we talk about this a lot. Uh, on, on the WhatsApp group, and like we talk, just sort of going a bit full circle here, is is all around it. Where is Cody Rhodes now? And Cody Rhodes has had a phenomenal few years, and I think the stuff AEW helped him um, a lot more. You know that uh, even going back to the you know the, you know the Stardust, he needed to sort of as great as some of the I, I like the Stardust character, but was moving make sure he moved away from the Stardust and some of the stuff that WWE was doing with him, which at times felt a little bit insulting. Uh, you know, since he went to AEW, it was a brilliant move for him, and it put him on that next level, and he was off. His entire run at AEW, he was one of the top guys to come back in. But there's a big leap between that and being the face of WWE. And I think people's big questions at the moment is: is is, is Cody good enough um, to carry it? Um, but you've got to remember, you know, people booed the, you know, people booed Roman and the Rock out of the building when, when Roman won the Royal Rumble because nobody thought Roman was going to be that. And I, and I was, you know, I was sort of unsold on Roman at the time, but I wasn't against Roman. I sort of wanted to see what he could do. Um, 
And, you know, he's gone from that to being, you know, nobody's questioning now whether Roman Reigns belongs in the main event picture. Nobody's nobody's questioning now whether Roman Reigns is the face of WWE because he has been, he has been for, you know, a couple of years now, really. Um, so the big thing for me is, will Cody get there? And once Cody goes up there and if Roman wants to take a break, do some movies and stuff like that, is, you know, is, is Austin Theory sort of the next name on that list that they start to bring up to that level of perhaps like where Seth Rollins is now or someone like that? Um, but then you've got other people like The Miz and The Miz just seems to be like this amazingly, amazingly solid hand. Um, he's almost like that upper, he's almost like what 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 Kurt Henning used to do. He, he's always around the Intercontinental picture. He's, he's a guy that people, is proven to get people in there with him to sort of elevate them. So yeah, John Cena is not a, not a bad match at all for Austin Theory. Um, I imagine when Vince McMahon left and he started to sort of appear not appear on TV anymore. I, I didn't. I don't imagine Austin Theory thought he'd be uh, it, it, it'd be wrestling at WrestleMania this year against you know the, one of the greatest people to ever step into a wrestling ring. Whether you like John Cena or not, or you think he, he you know he doesn't do he doesn't do enough arm drags or whatever it is or or, 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 or chin locks. That that's absolutely fine. <laughs> or <laughs> right hand punch and all that sort of uh, Chris Jericho list stuff. That you know that's one thing. But you know you can't argue with John Cena being one of the biggest names in, in the business. Oh. Uh, definitely not definitely one of the biggest names in the business and one of the biggest names in Hollywood uh, going to be appearing in Fast and the Furious 85 or whatever we're on for now um, John Cena <laughs> massive massive Hollywood icon right now as is uh, The Rock uh, who is yes conspicuous by his absence at this year's Wrestlemania as we did think we were going to have him uh, and of course Dave Bautista one of our Guardians of the Galaxy and with his omission from Wrestlemania this year and from the Hall of Fame it means that our headliner is in front of you right now and there he is Ray Mysterio um, quick question for you guys is Ray a big enough name to headline a Hall of Fame in Hollywood. It, Ray Mysterio is the biggest little man uh, in, in wrestling of all time. You know, we it's it's he's, he's an absolute <laughs> phenomenal athlete. He's you know the guy has headlined WrestleMania. Um, you know, he's, he's he's done his bit. I think. Um, you know, you can't argue with it with, with his with his with his career with his global appeal as well, and that's 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 something else that you know we we as sort of Western fans might, might think, um, you know, might question it, but you know, we're talking about, you know, you know, other places where uh, Ray, Ray Mysterio has achieved great things wherever he's gone, and he's brought also brought other fans in, um, you know, Mexico and places like that. Ray's amazing. Um, I think he fully deserves it. I think you know, the, the reason why people are questioning it, and I think we may do it a little bit cynically, is what we've always got to remember uh, as wrestling fans is, you know, there's only so many. Austins and HBKs and Hogan's and you know the Rocks and stuff like that. Um, you know, a few years from now, yes, it's it's going to be Ray, and you know after that, or, or maybe next year it's going to be Edge. Maybe after that year it's going to be Chris Jericho. So you, you're almost moving on to that, that that period of guys that were never quite the guy. Um, just the just have an absolute, you know, because there's only a handful of them, uh, and with every year we you know we get closer and closer to losing those people. So yeah. I, for me, Ray, it's 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 fully fully deserved. Is he going to is is he as big a name and will it be as big a deal of take as Taker going in last year? <laughs> no. no, but you know, there's only ever one Undertaker, isn't there? So you know. Yeah, I'm just before we move on to that. I can't believe you were there. That's uh, 
that's that's some humble brag to have. I know, yeah. Because <laughs> that's like the ultimate. He would have been one of the, him or Michaels would have been the ultimate for me to see. Anyway, it was, uh, it was a night. I, it was a night after a, a, a night after I met Stone Cold actually last year in Inzibal. You know, let, let's uh, good for you. Them. Good for you, good James. For good for you. Well I done. Think you just dropped that as well. Just just pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ray, Ray's not. I don't think Ray's a headliner. If I'm honest, I, I think Ray is amazing. I love Ray Mysterio. I think he's been consistent throughout his entire career. A headliner, I don't know. It's difficult. I think the hard part is because he's still so active. Yeah, I think that that makes it. I kind of feel. I felt just a bit. I don't know if if he'd been like down the line. I think I would have cared less. Um, cared more. Sorry, um, but I think if he's the headliner, <laughs> the main one that they're going for, I'm kind of like. He's just, he's on Raw and SmackDown every week. Like, it's kind of just a, I don't know. Just another name. And he's, he's Christian, for the, Christian for the Hall of Fame. Come on now. Well, this, this is the thing. When, 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 the, when the plan was The Rock and then obviously Big Dave decided he didn't want to do it either. You, you only really, who else can do it? I mean. Are you saying I, Dave didn't want to do the Hall of Fame or Dave didn't want to do WrestleMania? I, I I don't think he was. I don't even think because Dave was meant to be he meant to be last year, wasn't he? And, what's, and again, I, you know, you hear murmurings, but my my understanding was that Dave Batista was meant to he- to headline last year. Um, um, and he didn't. He, oh, sorry, the year before twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't. He didn't want. He didn't want to do it during COVID to an empty arena. Uh, and I think that's the one that Kane ended up sort of headlining. Um, and I think what happened there was he assumed as soon as crowds will be back, he was going to be the first one to do it. Obviously, he didn't get invited last year with Taker. Um, and obviously, he's probably not been spoken about as much because everybody just assumed it, it would be the Rock this year. So perhaps he doesn't quite feel. And also, um, I think Batista at the moment, he's probably playing it very clever because I think of, of of all the people that have moved into Hollywood um, from wrestling. And I mean, I mean, ever. I mean, I'm going back as, you know, whether even back from sort of Hogan and all those guys. I would argue that the most successful wrestler ever, or the, certainly the best actor ever, um, is Batista. He might, he's obviously, he's not getting the perhaps the, the lead roles that 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 that, that the Rock's getting, um, but he's slowly, slowly climbing that mountain. And I think in Hollywood, he's taken more seriously. Um, I mean, as much as I love John Cena and, and the Rock, they're only ever going to play John Cena and the Rock in films, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? They, they, they just they don't have the range. Whereas Batista, um, he seems to have a phenomenal range of just. Literally just before I started joined this one, they were advertising. Is it called the the, the knock at the cabin or something? That, that they seem to be getting like massively, massively pushed now. Which I think from going off the advert I saw before, it looks like it's a horror genre one. Um, you know, and you've seen some of the other stuff that Batista has done. He seems to be able to do comedy. He did that zombie one last year on Netflix. I mean, he's obviously got like Guardians one. Um, That's onion, seems, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's he's he's. I think so. Maybe at the moment because he's spent the last couple of years trying to move away from the animal Batista wrestling persona. He doesn't want to get tired with the same brushes as, as The Rock, because uh, as big and amazing as The Rock is, he does seem to hurt him a little bit with some of the roles. It certainly doesn't hurt his bank balance, let's be honest, but it does seem to be hurting him on how people want to portray him on film. Uh, so maybe that's another reason why Batista's thinking right now, my career, my, my, uh, my, uh, my career's going well. I think it was only a couple of months, a couple of weeks ago that Batista was saying that, you know, he's, he wants to know why he's not getting script sent scripts for um, like romantic comedies and all that sort of stuff. He seems to want to do it all. So maybe stepping foot in the wrestling ring right now is it is is a bit of a uh, he sees it as a bit of a step backwards. So maybe that's it. But yeah, I mean, I, I get what Aaron says about I get what Aaron says about Ray. But as I suppose I'm thinking with my heart over my head. I think he, I think there's there's not many people who deserve it more than Ray. No, he absolutely deserves it. And yeah. you know what? I I still think of Ray like. Going back, I'll always go back to this emotional tie. Do you remember when in I don't I think it was just a nitro where he pinned Kevin Nash 
Like, yeah. It may not seem a big, see, when I was a kid, I was so huge, this little guy towering over one of the biggest, like, biggest in there. Loved it. But yes, I absolutely, I think it's well-deserved. I think he's been a workhorse. He's been great. He's just a great human being in general. Um, it's just, yeah, it's a tough one. Um, I think that Dave Batista as well is kind of, yeah, probably just sitting in his living room going, give him, give me what I want. <laughs> give me the scripts. Give me what I want. <laughs> well, from the three names that you just touched on there, which are surefire headliners from Batista, The Rock and John Cena, who, and this just, just open a discussion with you guys, who would you say is not in the Hall of Fame yet that should be a headliner? Jericho. Oh. Jericho is, is, is a great name. Um, the Rock. Gobbledygooker. Um, <laughs> Bang uh, it. That'll, that'll put a butt every 18 inches. <laughs> I'll move that needle. Um, I mean, I just think, I, I just, I just, I know, I know why that they're not in there, but I mean, they're probably not headline caliber. caliber um, but I mean, you know, Demolition's always the first name on my list of who, who should be in that Hall of Fame. They, obviously, they should, you know, I don't see them headlining, but. Duggan brought um, that up actually in his Q&A. Did he? Up, yeah, about demolition, saying like someone that was about being a sin, they're not in the uh, Hall of Fame yet. He was talking about because he said he loved working with them. So uh, that'll be a good co- topic of conversation at for the love of rest. I'm just, I'll, leave, I'll leave that for you, Tom. Uh, for anyone who's uh, for anyone who's not familiar, <laughs> we've, ju- we've just had um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan um, over with us in Aberdeen for the weekend as a guest of Comic Con Scotland, and yeah, he was a. Uh, it was a huge hit. I mean, the, the guy never stopped the entire weekend. We, uh, I got to play WWF superstars with him yesterday on the, uh, which which was great. And he, it was good because his wife was with him and she'd never seen the game, uh, which which was really good fun. But yeah, and he um, was great. A huge hit with the fans. But yeah, he had some great things to say. He was very complimentary about Ted DiBiase as well. I noticed, yeah. um, which I thought he's always good. Ted's always somebody um, who seems to be very well thought of. And he's a guest next month with his with his with his dastardly partner IRS. So there, there you go. There's a nice link back. To, to, to the show i love that mate that's that's like a segue i could have done amazing there you go. We'll keep it sorry, tom. sorry tom <laughs> <laughs> uh, so from from talking about one hall of famer we're going to slide on to one that was announced yesterday uh, and for me a definite place in the celebrity wing goes to he's andy Kaufman. there he's the top i don't care what anybody says what he did with lawler is amazing and it still is it's like, was it real? Was it not real? And until you listen to stories nowadays, people had no idea. I obviously was just nowhere to be seen at that point, but um, watching it all back, amazing. What a, what a guy. What a, what a shame he, was, he died so young. Will Jerry be well enough to induct him? Uh, I think he's well enough now, isn't he? I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think hopefully he will be doing this. There's, there's certain people that you would say, uh, I know the celeb wing always seems to be a little contentious with, with, with a lot of wrestling fans. Um, you, you know, it's for got Donald Trump in it. Well, it's got <laughs> Donald Trump in it, but a lot of people don't like some of the other people in there. But I mean, for, for people who are missing at the moment, and maybe I'm just going back to my, my, my golden era, but you know, I've always wanted to see. Um, uh, uh, Cindy Lauper is, is someone who deserves to be in there. You're going to go straight for Cindy Lauper as well. Yeah, um, and, and, and you know Andy Kaufman is, is right up there as well with with someone who who does it. I I did wonder wonder. Um, I did wonder about the celebrity wing this year uh, whether they were going to put the weekend in because I think I just know I know the weekend's sort of doing the doing the official theme uh, for like the third year in a row. Uh, and the uh, but he will go in at one point. Trust me, he will he will definitely go in there. Um, but when it was. 
that uh, was it blinding light blinding light to something it went on to be the most listened to song to in history didn't it and it just happened to be the wwf uh, wrestlemania theme which uh, i'm sure they're very pleased about all that it's just, it just puts a bit of a grimace on my face. You can definitely see why Andy Kaufman should be in the Hall of Fame. You can definitely see why Cindy Lauper bringing in the Rock and Wrestling Connection in the uh, in the mid eighties, and she did so much for professional wrestling that her name should be um, sort of etched in stone, as it were, uh, in uh, a, a Hall of Fame that doesn't actually physically exist yet. Uh, however, there are some names in there from the celebrity wing that are truly contentious, uh, and I, I personally don't think they should appear. Uh, however, there are two names that are appearing this year that actually haven't ever stepped foot in a WWE ring. You see one there in Andy Kaufman, and you see the other right there in the Great Muter. Um, so from our current Hall of Fame lineup, there's only one superstar that has actually been in the WWE, and he's a current active competitor. Yeah. What is that saying about the state of the Hall of Fame right now? Well, it's 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 it's, it's there's two sides. I think I think the WWE perhaps need to change the name of this and call it the WWE Wrestling Hall of Fame because it you know it, it's quite clearly you know mo- you know this year particularly it doesn't quite seem like the specifically specifically the WWE um, Hall of Fame. Uh, but on the flip side, um, I absolutely love love Muta. I think he's, he's a phenomenal and I love. I still watch now watching his matches. Um, he's, he's similar to me. He's always been someone that I've I've pointed out similar to Gail Kim. Um, like you know he was he was doing stuff twenty years ago that people are still struggling to do now. He was. He, decades ahead of you know of, of other people in the game um and he's you know he's, he's his personality his gimmick his entrances and everything like that they've just been outstanding throughout his career so he 100 percent deserves to be in every single wrestling hall of fame um but obviously it is a question i imagine especially as wwe tries to be young and hip um i'm not sure how many of the uh the, the kids that watch wwe today will have been massively aware uh, of, of him but you know what you know, that's it's like saying, does Baba deserve to be in there? Does Inoki deserve to be in there? And people like that that just perhaps aren't from aren't from sort of the the Western world of wrestling. And you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't ever debate any of those guys being in there. Um, so yeah, he he, he deserves to, to be in every wrestling Hall of Fame. But like I say, it, again, it's just another example of perhaps where it, it just popped up out of nowhere. There's no real backstory or reasoning to why Muta's just suddenly in the, in, going into this Hall of Fame. Um, and if he was in there alongside a rock and stuff like that, and uh, it looked, it'd probably look a lot more palatable. I just yeah. think people are a bit down on it at the moment. I think it's because Triple H is a great uh, mark. Yeah, but, of course he is, yeah. But give him his due. Was he not in WCW, which is technically owned by WWE? If you want, if you want to play that loophole. Yeah, he did play it, yeah. He so, so we'll take that. <laughs> Okay, we'll take that run with it. So we, as we're only 10 days away now, we've only got three entries into the yeah, Hall of Fame. that's mine, actually. I never thought of that. Um, so for, for me, I mean, looking at it, there's typically a women's entrant. Um, and from everything that's been on the radars, um, currently we're looking at Stacey Keebler being our women's entrant. What do you think to Stacey entering? I mean, there's never a bad time to see Stacey Keebler, so let's be honest. <laughs> If, if if someone awarded Stacey Cleveland a Pride of Britain award, I'd probably be all right with it. But yeah, yeah, fair point. <laughs> it's a sellout of the curtain for a Stacey Keebler opening an envelope award. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she she's great, isn't she? Um, I mean, I can understand why they're putting her in there. I mean, obviously, Steve Tori Wilson's been in there. And she, but she, for for what Stacey Keebler did for you know, she, and again, she was obviously WCW and WWE, so she's done it across a number of bands. She was part of the Invasion angle, so which is obviously you know the peak period, and that, <laughs> uh, which perhaps didn't go quite as well, but she was a big part of that. And I mean. For what Stacey Keebler was employed to do, 
and what her USPs were, she did them very, very well. Um, so, I mean, you know, uh, and speaking of sort of Gail Kim, you know, it, it, was she Gail Kim? No, but she she wasn't hired to be Gail Kim. Um, and sometimes you just got to accept that. But yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a bit like the the Charmel thing from from last year. I mean, was, was, did Charmel go in because she did great things, or did she go in because she happened to be Mrs. Mrs. T? Um, and you sort of got to question question that. Uh, but no, I'm 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 all good with Stacey Keebler. I think she's uh, I'll let this one go. Is that? Are is we that seeing the tag team? Or... Yeah, well, it's not definite yet, but it's, it's the name that's been heavily rumoured. What about Mickey um, James? She's she not retiring. Mickey James? Yeah, she's not retiring. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I, that's that's one name that I've not actually heard. She she she, 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 she followed she, me on Instagram. Yeah. I'll, I'll send her a message. <laughs> she, um, <laughs> didn't Mickey James... a subtitle for this show, and it just should be called, for the love of wrestling episode two, the name drop. That's it. <laughs> we just go for that. Did, did Mickey James not? I, I I was under the impression that Mickey James retired um, and then, but now she's back as like the Impact Knockouts champion or something like that. So I think she she did a bit of a, a Ric Flair and sort of left one company and retired and then appeared on Impact in about three weeks. No, I thought she uh, I thought she was doing like a fair. I don't know. I I don't follow Impact Wrestling, but she was doing some sort of farewell tour. I thought she's like Ozzy Osbourne. She just started year one of a twenty seven year retirement tour. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, as wrestling fans, we're very used to that. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't really mean anything. But she's a very, very, very deserving name, and I'm sure she'll be in very, very soon. Now, typically, we do see a tag team um, go in, as we've touched upon before. Demolition, very, very worthy. I've been waiting years to see Axe and Smash up there on the podium. Um, there's a number of other names as well. I mean, taking it back to my childhood, uh, and it might just not be for their in-ring prowess, but the natural disasters and the nasty boys uh, for me should also have their place, especially if you've got the Bushwhackers in I've, there. I've, have the Legion of Doom gone in yet? I can never remember yeah. this. Yeah, they Legion have, of Doom. Yeah, the Road Warriors went in. They went in as the Road Warriors, didn't they, I think? Or did they go yeah, in with Legion of Doom? Yeah. Um, they'll probably find another way to get Sean Waltman in there. Um, <laughs> people like the one, two... Wasn't, wasn't like Sean one, Waltman... One, two, three, in, kid and Bob Holly. That's it. Bob Holly were the champs, weren't they? So, yeah, just get, get more of Triple H's mates in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if uh, they'll in, induct Hayden Reich. Remember when he was in the Legion of Doom? Oh God, yeah. Well, that was a scary time. Well, speaking of Triple H's mates, but what about Shawn Michaels, Mike Giannetti? We've not got the Rockers in there yet. No, that's. Um, um... Does anybody want to give Party Marty a live mic? Yes, absolutely. Because the last I, I haven't heard about what Marty's been doing, but the last he the, he was publicly going on about stuff. He was talking about I, stuff I can't talk about in this podcast. He's, well, funnily enough, he was he was he was he, he resurfaced last week talking about the fact that he's going to be starting his own podcast, which will be um, must must listen to, must uh, listen must listen to product. And I've I know a little bit about this, and you never know quite how uh, how much of it's true. But if I'm if I'm um, if those sources are to be believed, um, Sean um, Sean's tag team partner right now is 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 um, the Lord up upon high. And um, he's not quite sure whether that mixes too well with Party Marty uh, and his uh, satanic rituals. Um, so I believe that it's it's more due to the fact that Sean's in a place where he doesn't quite feel like mixing with Marty's the the right thing for him to be doing now. However, he does speak well of Marty and wishes him all the best um, uh, from everything I've seen. Um, which I, who it was it was um, I, I caught the. Um, 
the Kurt Angle versus Marty Jannetty match um, the other day. I just happened to, it was, it was, someone put a clip of it on, 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 was on that from? Twitter. So I ended up watching it. Uh, yeah, it's, I think it was like Monday Night Raw. It was on it was either Raw or SmackDown. It was the yeah, week. It was like, SmackDown 2005, just before um, the Angle Michaels match at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was epic. That match was I, sh- I, I, Sorry, I watched a clip. I watched a clip um, yesterday of the Rockers reunion from like Raw 2002 or 2003. 2004? Yeah, because... Yeah, I think that, that was around the build-up to it. Cause it, it, and, it and he, you, mentions, he mentions the Marty thing when he does his, his sexy Kurt, doesn't he? But nobody nobody, uh, nobody popped. Like, the Rockers music hit, and I'm like, the the crowd was flat. I'm like, what the... I'm like, this is... this is. I didn't even know about it. I'd, I'd cut off at that wee period of time. Um, yeah, it was I a got... very cold match, though. It wasn't advertised really well at all. They were against La Resistance. Uh, that had <laughs> zero heat, zero steam. Um, to a crowd that honestly, that crowd that night was very poor as it was, and uh, and nobody cared. But I was, I was popping up, popping it all the way away. In fact, I was DJing uh, at a bar at that time, and uh, and they used to play Roar in the background while I was playing tunes over it. And I was there, stood behind the booth, popping away, uh, <laughs> and loving it, loving it, loving life that the Rockers were back together, um, and hoping for big things, and hoping that Marty was all right, and this was going to be a triumphant return. And it went DX have gone in, but have the New Age Outlaws gone in as a tag team yet? No, but you're not no, going to get Billy yet, are you? You're not going to get Billy, no, no. Um, Daddy asked me scissoring. Scissor me, scissor me, Billy. I'm an ass man. I was listening to I'm an ass man today. Somebody again, this is what I do in my days. Um, but yeah, that's uh, this should this year that, that, that needs to be about that. Should have been our Eurovision entry this year, I think. Yeah, it should um, it's one of the best. Um, ass man and glorious being some of the best. Uh, rent and <laughs> rentrance musics, uh, entrance musics has ever been. Anyway. I used to love that glorious entrance with Bobby Roode. That was that was epic. That could have honestly, Bobby Roode could have been a main event. I, I don't know what, what what happened there. That was just you think about people that they drop the ball with, and you know, there's there's, there's certain people out there. Ken Kennedy, uh, Ken Anderson, sorry, being being one of the guys that's always jumped out for me. Wade Barrett again, um, and then Bobby Roode. I mean, they were they were all just they had for me everything. And I, you know, I'd, I'd bet the farm on them being world champion within yeah. 12 months and the all it didn't seem to work out more for different reasons but the, the weird thing with Bobby Roode as opposed to the other two is that his biggest advocate was was Triple H who's like you know the number two guy in the company so I just don't really know what happened but at some point Bobby Roode clearly pissed on someone's chips because that's he, he just I just so so strange the fact that he wasn't put up into that that big main event position could yeah. be Vince Vince influence and I'm not just being that guy because a lot of people just just crap on Vince for the sake of crapping on Vince, but it seemed to be a like a, a trend with the, the guys who were so over in NXT and then just kind of came on came along and flopped. Um I, I think someone said before that they Vince thought that Bobby Roode was just a theme song, but far from it. <laughs> what a talent. Um but what a theme tune. <laughs> I still think there's time for him to announce Vince Vince is going into the Hall of Fame and let's watch that explode. That oh. now that would be fun. The oh, internet I think the internet shut down completely. That'd be it. It'd just burn. Uh, it'd be amazing. Well, speaking of uh, people who Vince is very high on, let's have a little look at this graphic right there. There he is. Omos. Oh, the man just exudes charisma. You can just, <laughs> uh, just eat out of him. Uh, this, honestly, if Vince was booking, this could have headlined night two. <laughs> 
almost has the personality of that green triangle in the box of Quality Street. The guy is just, <laughs> just, just, I, 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 I mean, it's it's weird and whatever the hell is that. And again, the, the other thing, which maybe is just because the, the, the Bray Wyatt situation at the moment and what's happening there. And, you know, we're going to get Bray as well, because I love Bray. For me, Bray is one of the, one of the best things about wrestling um, in recent years. Um but this match was just a bit weird, and I feel like it's again. I'm not really sure what's happened, but what the hell was the point in, in having the, the the Gunther and the Gunther and the Brock Lesnar confrontation at the Royal Rumble if they were just going to cash in it there? And then I get it; it might it, they might just be waiting to do it until at least to SummerSlam, and maybe they didn't feel there was enough time. But why you would have put this absolute sausage Omos in in, in, in Brock Lesnar um, at the biggest show of the year when you've got when you've got that there? And again, you know. Brock Lesnar versus Walter could headline could headline WrestleMania. Maybe maybe it's a plan for next year. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just being that that typical um, wrestling fan of you know with it and now now I want everything now now now. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. There's that, it would surprise me if Omos wasn't with was even with WWE this time next year. I just I, I don't really yeah. see what, other other than being. Um, you know, is it the giant Gonzalez effect? Are they just going for a bit of a freak show thing with him? Is, is, is that what it is? Because um, I've seen nothing from him. I liked what he did with AJ Styles, and I thought that was a perfect position for him, almost as that Ditchaw, Michaels, Deezer, Enforcer type thing. Um, other than that, once 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 you forget over the get over the fact that he's quite tall, I'm not really sure if there's a hell of a lot going on behind the eyes. No, that's it. That's exactly it. So um, the problem with this match, more than anything else, is that they've already buried him because they've not let Strowman beat him, and then they've let Strowman just be just be a, weirdly be a tag team with Ricochet. Have we become, become that type of podcast where we're using words like buried on the show? Is that who we are now? Uh, we're yeah. on episode two. We're the marks. Right, <laughs> <laughs> that's in front of that. We're all good. <laughs> I just I just got a thigh slap in there for you guys, right? So, um, <laughs> no, they, they oh they buried him. No, they absolutely buried that guy. No, but they did. They let him get beat already, so that kind of takes away the stake from like if Lesnar gets beat by Omos now, it's like <laughs> this is a waste of time. This is definitely I'm gonna go and order a Deliveroo McDonald's um, <laughs> and yeah have a few more shots of whiskey and that's it. Are we going to say that this is going to be the shortest match on the card? I think I think it may be, and I think I can't remember who it was. It might have been. Is he called Raj Geary, the guy who's like the the, the wrestling journalist? I think it may have been him. Um, who was saying on Twitter that he he's actually looking forward. To, he thinks this might be a um, a bit of a graphic match. And what 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 you saw what you sort of getting at was he thinks. Um, Omos being F five'd um, into the next solar system might be something that we see on WWE highlight clips for about the next twenty five years. So it's it's almost that moment. And, and are they going to do something massive with it where he F fives him through the announce table or just something to sort of put this together? I, it wouldn't surprise me if this was a very quick match. I remember a couple of years ago, um, Brock versus Seth opening WrestleMania. I think it was, and that match was sort of like done in about six and a half minutes. And some, someone said that Brock had a flight to catch. It wouldn't surprise me if this match opens up night night one or night two. Six and a half minutes sound like Dave Meltzer with his stopwatch. Um, my, if I would, I would love to happen this match really easy. Goes for the F five and just shits himself. Like just absolutely, Brock just absolutely just shits himself in the middle of the ring. And <laughs> the match is called off. <laughs> Oh dear. I mean, uh, I would love to see an F5, to be honest, but I would also like to see Brock Lesnar crap his pants. I don't know who does listen to this podcast, but that's it's how much I, that's a highbrow take, isn't it? 
that's how much I don't care about the. Uh, that's how much I don't the care in, about the match. The intellectual takes of, of, of three wrestling fans of. Oh, he shits himself. <laughs> Am I fr- I'm from Wales now. <laughs> I know. I was just going to say, you've just been killed. Was, that was that. That was Cardiff by way of Pakistan. Clearly, that that one then. <laughs> Oh. Let's have a look at this match graphic because we touched on Braun Strowman. We're going to edge away from almost as fast as we possibly can, just in case that incident happens and he does <laughs> shit himself. Um, we've come to uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet, a very, very odd pairing, odd couple tag team against three others that have really got their place. Um, and I think they should have their place on WrestleMania. It, it could be a filler match. It's a challenge match. But at least he's getting him a WrestleMania payday for some big talent. That's literally all it is, isn't it? If, if, like, if, the, if ever there was a match that screamed, how how can we get more people onto the card? This this this, yeah. this would be it. Um, and are we going to see? Is is this where perhaps we see? Um, I don't I don't know. There could be a, this could this. It's a filler, isn't it? That's what it is. It's a filler match. It could be good though. You know, it could actually end up. Well, I don't know what Strowman and Ricochet are doing. Like what? What? Is it? I'm trying not to swear. What the is going on there? Um, but profits are quite good. Raiders are good, and I quite like this Alpha Academy pairing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Could I, you I, see that going on the on the pre-show though? That's that that might. This might... is main event night one. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I mean, you've got two vaguely solid tag matches here. I'm not really sure why the four man why it needs to be a four team match. All that means is that you get a lot less people. Or maybe they're doing this because are we getting um you know obviously we used to get the, the money in the bank match at Mania. Maybe this is that almost that match whereas see how many people we can get in a ring at once and just try and get two or three sort of Yeah. Pop, pop We've also box. not got the Andre the Giant Battle Royal either this year. Um nothing's been advertised, not nothing's been announced. So I think it's just filling the spaces and, and filling people's uh, bank accounts with a little WrestleMania payday. Um, when we talk about the men's, we've got to talk about the women's as well. Now, look at that match graphic. Look at that right there. <laughs> Vacant oh, tremendous how, to, how to build a show. Wow. This is direct from WWE.com, by the way. So you've got three teams that have yet to be announced for a show that is 10 days away. Um, there's nothing like building that. You wow. can guarantee that Liv and Raquel are going over. Is... um. Vacant. Did 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 Nia Jax come back full time after after the Royal Rumble or is, is what? Because I I think we need more Nia in 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 rest. In oh, that, don't even get me started on that Nia Jax thing. I've not seen any of Nia Jax since, as far as I know. But no, that, that was one and played, done. They played that music before the ten count. <clears throat> I, my toes curled into my arsehole. I just literally <laughs> couldn't deal. I was I was just mortified. <laughs> well, lots of us were expecting one Samoan in the Rock to come out at number thirty, and we've got another Samoan, just the one we didn't really need. <laughs> What you were expecting the rock in the women's Royal Rumble? That's the one. That's uh, that's it, mate. When I did <laughs> see him, could you imagine? Close out, if close smell. out. I, I was like, this is it, he's gonna come out at some point. Uh yeah, we we got the wrong Samoan that night. Uh and unfortunately, yeah, Naya was one and done. But yeah, it was one of those situations with Naya where for me it was much must see TV on the basis that I was always watching out for what she was going to either botch or what she was going to, uh, who she was going to hurt. Um, <laughs> it, it was, it was always one of those where I go, yeah, let's watch this, see what happens. Sit back with a brew, watch this unfold. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't even know this this match here was a thing. So no. <laughs> I was going back to James's initial point. Yes, you're absolutely right. They've not built up WrestleMania by the bloodline because I seem to be clouded by the fact the bloodlines happened because what is this? No, I know exactly. <laughs> well, I'll tell you which match could be a sleeper and an absolute banger, and it's this one. Bang, on your screens right now. Oh, there we yeah. Go. Well, what? That's a, that's a line-up and a half. 
This is going to be big men slapping each other. Silly. Big meaty man slaps. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think this is. I think this is great. But I think you know. I think you know we've got Drew and Sheamus, and I think Drew and Sheamus um, were phenomenal. And you know, Sheamus and um, and Walter. Um, stole the show, I think, perhaps at Clash of the Castle. Um, so I think that's that's well. Again, you could almost just have Omos in this match and just he hurts himself within two minutes, and then it just leaves the other two guys, and then you put you put um, Walter in with with Brock or something. Uh, but yeah, this is this is this is this this is. I think you're right. This is got the. Um, got real potential um this is the sort of match that you you w- w- where do you put this match is it, you know do you put it on night one or night two um because this could argue arguably steal the show on, on either night yeah I yeah this could steal uh, show and i think they're they're promoting just now do you think do we think uh gunther or walter's going over because they've just promoted him for being the longest reigning intercontinental champion for 30 years is, yeah, yeah. Since, since honky tonk yeah yeah, yeah. Honky Tonk, yeah, which, which was what, 90 or an 80? 88, yeah. 88, 88, 88 yeah, yeah. Jeez, well done. Well done. But yeah. Um... I think Santino was about 45, 45 weeks away from breaking the record at one point. So we were all looking at looking forward to that. But no, uh, I think that was, he was, yeah. I think Jericho had a couple of good runs. But yeah, he's, Gunther's very believable, isn't he? Uh, I think that, that that's his... That's his um, one of his best qualities. He's, he's really good in ring. Um, he's, he's he's a bit of a throwback in, in certain ways, uh, in sort of the way he goes about things. But that's that in itself. Uh, he's becoming more and more popular against him. You know, like an MJF and MJF's a bit of a throwback character. Um, so I, I like Gunther, and um, I think regardless of whether you're a um, an old school cynical fan, you'll like Gunther. The new 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 breed of fans will will like Gunther. Um, he's very believable. Uh, They've not really tried to play into that foreign heel um, sort of thing as much as perhaps WWE have done in the past, uh, which is making him a, making him a big favourite. Yeah, I mean, Gunther's the guy right now. You sort of thinking to yourself, well, you can only see Gunther going, you know, go, going further up the card, can't you? Um, really, and whether that's that's what happens from here, um, and perhaps the the next. I, I can't see Gunther losing this match. Uh, and I can see Gunther winning this match and then hopefully soon starting a programme uh, with Brock Lesnar. Um, have we noticed that? Did you get this from WWE? Because I've noticed they've botched the, the graphic. It says Drew McIntyre versus Gunther Sheamus. Good, yes. Good, <laughs> good catch, mate. You see, this is why you're the best in the business. Uh, yes, this was straight from WWE.com. Um but yeah, yeah, that's it. That's I, but I love all kind of slips like that. I'm the weird one that, that picks out grammatical errors as well. I've got uh, a really good one of those, um, Aaron. You'll love this. Um, and it's uh, it's it's Albert when the one around Alberto Del Real Del Real um, was debuting, and obviously they've got the um, they've got the new Office Boy um, to, to, to put it on the website, and it just sort of says like. In, in the bio section on WWE, got some. It's like Alberto Del Rio, and then like a little bit of a bio. And then underneath it, in brackets, it says, "When do you want me to put this live?" Because we know this guy's going to be a bit of a big deal. <laughs> 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 and he's obviously, he's obviously, he's got this on email about quarter past quarter past four on a Friday. And thought, fuck that, copy and paste, banging them away. I, I, and he, I, he was he was in spoons before closing time. That's what he, what he I've was. done that before. I, I won't lie, I've done it before. I've done it in graphics and noticed that and. Just hope for the best that people don't notice it. But yeah, it's literally a copy and paste. I've done. I've pressure. I've done it to Andy because Andy will be <laughs> send me something. Put that in. 
and I'll change it and forget to read it. So yeah, bad. Anyway, uh, yes, that is a, that's a pretty horrific botch. I'll send it straight to Mafu and get it onto Botchmania. Get it on, get it on. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm going for for Gunter as well. He's, yeah, he's just going to whitewash this. Um, I I can't see how the Intercontinental Title is going to benefit Sheamus or Drew McIntyre. Um, but carrying it on for Gunter just to, just to increase the days uh, for his reign, really, just to to eclipse the the Honky Tonk Man or get even nearer to his his uh, his historical run would be the one for it. I think this is going to be mid 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 show um, night one. And I think this is going to be mid-show night two. And I think they're both going to be absolute bangers. There we go. Our Hell in a Cell match. The, oh, the Crude Edge versus Demon Finn Balor. Why are they quoting it the Demon? I think they should have just let it happen. Demon Finn Balor comes out first because, uh, and then get, oh, the, oh they've got Brood Edge. Is this, has this been announced as Brood yeah. Edge versus Demon Finn Balor? This was on Raw last night. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Just let it happen. Because, like, I was going to say, oh, how cool would it be if they don't announce it and it's Demon Finn Balor and it's Brood Edge? But they've just went and told you anyway. All right, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to, th- and this will make me about as popular as a fart in a lift. Uh, but it's, um, I just, I don't think once you get past his entrance, whether there's, whether, whether there's, they, they seem to rely on Demon Finn Balor because they don't really seem to know what to do with him every so often. And then they'll, they'll bring the demon out every like six months or something like that. And then the rest of the time, we don't really know what to do with him. So he ends up like back in the next year as a heel or something like that. And it's, I've never, it's a bit of a frustrating one because you can clearly go um, Finn Balor and you watch some of his matches and they are amazing. But I just don't think Finn Balor's got a great deal of charisma, to be quite honest with you. I think he's got an amazing wrestler, but I just don't think he connects with the crowd as, as well as people he would like. Um, and I think that's why WWE struggle what to do what to um, to do with him every now and again. So just dig up the feet that the um, the demon. Um, so it'll be a this will this will be absolutely amazing um, entrance. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> this will be amazing entrance. Yeah, yeah. First, the first two two minutes and thirty five seconds of this match will be amazing, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll 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 see what happens. I, again, it's. On paper, you'd go, "Wow, this is this this could, could really be something," and maybe the, the gimmick element to it could really really add something. Um, and the more I talk about this, the more I'm more interested in it. Actually, um, so, yeah, so just, 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 just discount everything I've said in the last three minutes because I'm talking waffle. I'm actually looking forward to this match now. <laughs> there you go. That's all. It, we we just needed the graphic and to think about the entrance, and this is it. We're hyped. Yeah. We're in. We're I'm, I'm like Aaron. This is the first time I've seen this, so yeah, I. Uh, I love the way that I'm bringing it to you, then, boys. I knew they were, I knew they were doing it, but I didn't like, because I, I, I saw. So I didn't watch Raw. I watched the the YouTube highlights. Thank you, BT Sport. Um, but I, I I saw the Edge thing, but it was just another great Edge promo. And I didn't want to watch it. In all honesty, I think Edge is amazing, but I've seen it. I've seen it to death. Um, I don't really care that much. I think the match will be good, but I don't know. I agree. I, I've never been a massive Fergal Devitt, Finn Balor kind of guy. I thought he's, he's amazing work, but uh, he just bores me to be honest. <laughs> just, just like even like I'm I'm Scottish. I'm from the northeast of uh, Scotland, and even I struggle to understand him sometimes. <laughs> it's strange because he, he, he on paper he's you know he's he's got it all. I mean he's 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 got a great look. Um, he can clearly go in the ring. Is it is it is it the whole thing that he's just perhaps not believable? I, and it's a shame. I think when he, he um, back, I'm sure when he when he lost 
when he won the finally won the title, and then didn't he have to sort of rescind the title like the next night on Raw or something like that after his after his injury? Um, well, prove, us wrong, prove us wrong. Yeah, so that's I'd I'd love this to be I'd love this to be a bit to, to burn the place down. I really would do because uh, you know Edge is. Uh, Edge is, is, is one of the greatest. And, you know, as I say, it wouldn't surprise me if he, that's, you know, Edge, would anybody question Edge headlining a Hall of Fame class? Uh, class? I don't think they would do. He's already Sorry. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He was in, remember he went back in 2012, was it? Uh, 2011 when he retired. Yeah, that's Rick right. Flair. Now I'm joking. I think that, um, I think that uh, he quite possibly could come out with Gangrel. I think that was supposed to happen. Um, and then someone with AEW stopped it from happening. So, do you think Gangrel will make an appearance with him for the yes. boot thing, or is yeah. he already, or has he already announced it and left that surprise to the shit? <laughs> I think this is the issue, really. When when they're giving away so much, you, you, your element of surprise inside is completely just detracted, and it spoils it. It spoils it. The surprise should be everything. Um, what could be surprising is this next match that we're going to uh, see appear on you right now. There we go. Um, is this going to burn the house down? Um, I, th- I think I think we're going to walk away from this match with you know similar to everything we've seen from Logan Paul at the moment. I mean, um, Seth Rollins could probably still get a you know get a five star match out of Andre the Giant now. You know what I mean? I think he's Seth Rollins is just that 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 sort of good. Um, and I think <laughs> Logan Logan Paul from what we've seen of him. Um, I mean, as much as people berated it leading into it, I mean, you look at the Saudi show when, when we know when Logan took on Roman, I think people really, really like that match. And I think we saw what, what we saw from him in the, in, in the Royal Rumble was good. I, I don't think, you know, it's very, very hard to, to have a bad match with Seth Rollins from what I've seen. Um, and I think this one could, I, th- I think we're going to really, really, really see that it'll, it won't surprise me when people are talking about this one the next day and said, you know, even though it's like his fourth or fourth appearance or something like that, going, oh, I didn't expect Logan Paul to be that good. Uh, and if if, if everything is um, is to be believed about Logan Paul, um, he's he's a hundred percent committed to this stuff, uh, and he'll be putting in some serious, serious training, uh, probably with Seth, uh, to, you know, to make sure they get the the very, very best match because Seth Rollins is, you know, is a, is a hugely talented guy, and he's also got a great ego on him. He will, he, he, in his mind, he will be thinking, I, I will be stealing this show because I should be headlining WrestleMania. He, he does actually have that mentality. He actually said not long ago. He seems to get there and then it gets pulled back and he gets there and it gets pulled back. So I think he has got that chip in his shoulder that he always wants to to steal the show and rightfully so, and he will. Um, Logan Paul, I, I, I think that people hate him just because the that's the general consensus on the internet, but I personally think he's, he's in his prime. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> and that's the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen, because nothing is going to top that. <laughs> Mate, jeez, that was low. That was low. That was low. Um, oh my lord, we carry on going. Uh, we've got two matches left, and we'll speed through these. Not to say that they're not going to be uh, any kind of, uh, of poor quality, because this is set to be a banger. And I can see this opening night too. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. As you said earlier, Jay, um, Bianca Belair had an incredible mania moments last year. Um, is she going to do it with the clown this time? Um, I that was I, a very humdrum start to your answer. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's again, it's, it's it's sort of what we mentioned a, a, a few times. It's it's this. 
I'd argue whether this 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 should be headlining night one more than Charlotte and Rhea, to be honest with you, because I think this is that Bianca's um, been amazing uh, the, the the last two years, and I think perhaps there's probably a bit more in, uh, a bit more interesting Bianca Belair than the, the, perhaps is in Charlotte Flair right now. You know, so sh- this perhaps could have been this 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 match will be good. It'll be very very good. Um, you know, we've we've seen how well uh, Bianca can um, perform on the big stage. Um, and Oscar again. I mean, she's she, she's a phenomenal, phenomenal talent. So yeah, this this match will will be very very good. Aaron, what you're saying is Bianca retaining is asked Oscar taking it. I didn't even know this match was happening. Boom. Well, we'll go to the next one then. <laughs> There's the final shout. This is the final announced match right now as we have Becky Lynch pain, um Becky Lynch teaming up with Lita and Trish Stratus against Bailey, Eosky, and Dakota Kai. Much interest in this one. <laughs> that doesn't even look like Becky and Bailey. <laughs> it doesn't look like Trish. Um I know, well, I don't it's, know. It's you always need some you always need some cheap pops and I mean like um at, at WrestleMania. Um and I think it's great. Uh, it's great. It's, it's going to be fun. This, um, you know, Becky's always very, very. She's very good at what Becky's what she does. Bailey's been great. Um, Dakota Kai, Jesus, she was let let go by WWE not so long ago, uh, and then sort of involve involving Trish and Lita, as they do every sit now and again. Um, I, I, you know, th- this is good. Fans will be in, fans will be uh, be interested in this. It's. Uh, it's going to be you know just a few pops and people cheering and again. So, but yeah, it'd be good. Good. Excellent. Aaron? Trish heel turn. Trish heel turn cost them a match. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, not even kidding. I, th- I genuinely think that's the way they're going to go. And then, because I think Trish wanted one more short run. Uh, I, I just, uh, yeah, Trish, to, Trish to, uh, to cost them the match and Lita to leave with an injury. <sighs> Yeah. It's not it's not a bad shout, to be fair. Well, let's see what you guys say. Leave us some um, messages in our comment section and tell us what your predictions are going to be for this year's WrestleMania. You've just seen the full on rundown. We've been through everything. Uh, and we are set to wrap this all up in a big bow. We've got a big weekend coming up next weekend with Comic-Con Liverpool, where we're going to uh, be welcoming some of the biggest names in Hollywood and TV to Merseyside. We're going to have fun, boys. And uh, I think we're going to rock it up and watch a little WrestleMania together. I think I think I think we should do. I think we should do. Behind that, obviously, we've got we've got wrestling coming sort of four weeks four weeks after that as well. It is a, a crazy crazy part of the year, but it's great. I, I love WrestleMania season. Everything onwards from from sort of the Royal Rumble uh, is always good fun. Uh, and next weekend should be good. Um, so yeah, we look forward to seeing most a lot of you there. Yeah. Awesome, Aaron. Do you want to close it out? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron wasn't aware. Aaron wasn't aware that Comic Con Liverpool was next week. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for a podcast, mate. You can listen to ours back. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I'm just the witty Scotsman. I don't know how to close anything. <laughs> the witty Scotsman. I don't. I'm not that witty, but you know what I mean. Uh, no, I've, this is. Uh, this has been a great, uh, great chat, guys. And uh, I really am looking forward to Comic Con Liverpool. Obviously, our uh, usual host, Socavel, is out in America for Dresselmania. Um, and yeah, looking forward to seeing both of you there. Yeah, well, uh, I'm I'm happily going to be jumping into uh, into Val's shoes for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to go dust off the stilettos. Yeah. We will see you rocking it in a ferry to the Mersey. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. But for the Love of Wrestling podcast, we will see you all again soon. We are out. It's a wrap.